the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, finance, investing, getting you to retirement, and much, much more. Um, Join me now, talk about the economy and the stock market. Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com. How are you, Patrick? Hi, Rob. I'm doing well. Thanks to be back with you. So, let's talk Greece. And uh, we finally got a deal. Can we stop talking about Greece? What do you think about the deal? What do you think about the market's reaction to the deal? Yeah, well, no, you can't stop talking about Greece, unfortunately. Uh, and the reaction to the to the deal is really it's the outline of a deal, from what I understand. Right. I mean, there's some provisions that have been laid out, but... Essentially, the creditors are still uh, suggesting to Greece that once they uh, that this is a starting point, you know. So the parliament, the Greek parliament, needs to approve these um, provisions, if you will, and then they can continue their negotiations about you know further bailout aid. So the issue is not going away, unfortunately. Um, you know, for us, it's 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 pretty much a, a band-aid solution. Um, you know, it probably does avert you know, the so-called Grexit, uh, but it really isn't going to do anything to to truly help the Greek economy. And there's still the factor of implementation. You know, Greece is going to, if they approve, if the parliament approves it, I mean, they still have to institute the reforms and have to follow through on those reforms. And bear in mind, this is the third bailout <laughs> for the country. And uh, you're at that point because, frankly, Greece doesn't follow through on what it says it's going to do. And so I think, uh, unfortunately, everybody's still talking about Greece for a while. Yeah, and it's the third bailout, and isn't it kind of a you know a thing? Uh, aren't most nations going to go this way if we continue to promise higher pensions, if we continue to spend and not have surpluses? Um, isn't it kind of Greece saying, hey, we started democracy, and look where we ended up in trouble, right. financially speaking, and other nations, you're on watch. Yeah, I mean, you, you make uh, the nettlesome point there, Rob, in that, you know, I think it's a little bit of a shot across the bow for, you know, you can boil it down into more localized issues and look at some of the, the pension um, liability, you know, gaps that exist here in this country. Uh, you know, that there's some real issues that are you know that are out there that are going to come to a head and and the thing with Greece is that um, you know they they made these promises obviously and they set up a pension system uh, that just isn't feasible in this 
in this day and age when people are are living longer um but the fact that you can go and you can retire you know in your early 50s and then basically live off of you know a pension for perhaps 30 years or more um in, in a in an era where the demographics aren't supporting that uh you know that funding in other words you're not seeing you know birth rates pick up to you know bring in more eligible workers to you know help fund those pensions uh it's it just it's just not not a good system and it has come to a head here i mean greece just cannot make good on its promises and it clearly needs those reforms and i think that um you know other entities around the world and uh need to take stock of what's happening there and find a way to really you know figure out how they're going to deal with these pension liabilities because it could become a, a come to a head at some point here you know as uh, people get older in the united states and again the dem- demographics don't uh factor all that that favorably uh at the moment so um so something certainly needs to be addressed um before you know we potentially run into a similar problem just so you know, if you made that same exact statement in San Francisco where I work, you would be considered a right-wing fascist pig who's trying to protect all of his money. And it's, I get that on a regular basis, just FYI, um, which it's, it's good living, so to speak. Um, let's turn the tables now to Iran. The biggest thing that I'm getting out of the Iran nuclear deal, and I don't know the politics, but the biggest thing I'm getting is that it looks like oil should be lower for a while or at least more stable going forward because if we're going to treat them like citizens of the world, that's a good thing instead of enemies of the state. Right. Um, I agree with you. I mean, you know, if, uh, if, if, if we can accept that, you know, everyone has negotiated in good faith and that, you know, Iran is going to continue in good faith uh, and not go down the road of trying to circumvent these agreements and still trying to you know work on developing you know nuclear weapons um you know they will have the uh, right to you know bring more oil into the global market um it may be a while before they can do that from what i understand i mean they have some outdated infrastructure that needs uh, updating to to bring on you know a lot more supply but let's just say that they're able to do that uh yeah you know it should help drive down oil prices which you know, again, is going to be good for uh, consumers and, and those businesses that rely on, um, you know, on that commodity to run their businesses. Uh, you know, the exceptions to that probably will be these major, you know, integrated oil companies um, where those lower prices are not going to be all that helpful for them. Uh, and that will trickle down into a number of the service, oil service and oil driller drilling companies that uh, rely on, you know, uh, the, the capital expenditure budgets of those large integrated oil companies. But, you know, they're likely to be, you know, the, the exception. And, but overall, uh, you know, those lower prices should be good for world economic growth uh, if, uh, if Iran does follow through here and we get more supply. Anything that you want to focus in on? Because I've kind of bullied the first two questions through this morning on Iran and as well as far as Greece go. Anything that you're paying attention to? Yeah, well, you know, this I mean, this week in particular is is chock full of uh market moving news uh potentially. Anyway, uh, you've got, you know, second quarter earnings reporting period is really kicking up this week. Uh and then of course you have, you know, Fed Chair Yellen who's going to be out <clears throat> starting tomorrow with her semi-annual testimony before uh, Congress on the economy and monetary policy. 
And then there's a, a plethora of economic data, which obviously, as we know from the Fed, they'll continue to watch everything that keeps come rolling in. Um, you know, the retail sales number you got today was certainly disappointing for the month of June. Um, and it's, you know, one of those data points that's, you know, not likely to leave the Fed feeling all that confident yet about, you know, raising the Fed funds rate. So, um, so there's a lot that's going to be taking place this week. Uh, you just kind of have to, I think, sit back and, and roll with it and see, you know, how it all un- unfolds. But, uh, you know, what we got out of the earnings reporting this morning was nothing spectacular from the J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo and Johnson & Johnson. Um, and we're seeing some of the effects of the of the stronger dollar there uh, come into play uh, with uh, with Johnson Johnson in particular, and you're likely to hear more of that as that second quarter earnings period continues. Let me ask you this because you brought it up: uh, nothing spectacular in revenue. We've been hearing that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that the overall U.S. economy, uh, S&P 500 type companies, have been firing people. They've been borrowing money. They've been buying back shares. They've been doing everything right except for growing revenue. Yeah. And maybe even growing earnings on some levels. Um, what's wrong? And is this eventually going to bring the market down? Because you brought it up, and it is a worrisome comment. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, eventually at a point you, you, it, it could if, because, you know, you have to wonder, you know, how much more, you know, in terms of expenses can these companies extract from their from their businesses? Um you know, if you keep cutting employees, and then you, you, you know you have that the, the you know that added effect of that you know they have lost income, and that continues to you know weigh on you know spending potential and, and the like. But but yeah, you know profit margins are are sitting there you know near record highs right now, and uh, you know if you're not getting that pickup in demand that should be showing in, in stronger top line growth, these companies you know can't cut costs anymore. Um, you, you might start seeing some profit margin pressures if they try to, uh, you know, maintain their current you know status quo at the moment. But, um, but it's a reflection really of the fact that you're not you haven't seen uh, a strong pickup in demand uh, despite all of the policy support that's been provided around the globe, um, and that's been the great hope really for this market for investors and uh, is that that demand will ultimately shine through and you'll have these companies in a very lean operating structure and that'll go all the way down to the bottom line and you'll see some very strong earnings growth. Um, And it's just not there yet, but the market keeps riding that expectation uh, and it can as long as these policy rates stay, you know, downward. Anything else that we need to focus on? Anything that's caught in your uh, eyeball, so to speak? Well, I said on the heels of that last statement, I mean, we really need to be focused on what Fed Chair Yellen's going to say uh, starting okay. tomorrow. Um, you know, the market is hanging on her every word, and and uh, she insinuated last week that uh, she, you know, seems to be inclined to think that the first rate hike will come this year, um, and so uh, we'll be looking for some clues as to whether she thinks that will be, uh, you know, closer to the end of the year or, you know, perhaps uh, in the next uh, few months here. So uh, that could uh, create some ripples in, in the market here. But uh, pay attention to what the Fed chair says because this market has revolved around what uh, Fed policy, you know, has been for, you know, what, over six years now. And, um, and we're going to want to hear what she has to say. Real quick, we've got under 30 seconds, so it has to be real quick. 
is there any chance the whole Janet Yellen and interest rates thing will play out kind of like Greece, where we talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about it, then when it hits, it's not that big of a deal? Uh, potentially, as long as they don't raise rates at a very uh, rapid rate. You know. Gotcha. Thanks very much. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. That's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. Smart guy, very insightful on the market. I wildly appreciate his content. I start my morning every day with it. You can find him at Briefing.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.